Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. It's me, it's me, it's J-A-C right here. And welcome to When Words Fail I see you, man. You don't like me today, do you? No, we no. So we almost got through the theme song without me hitting the microphone. Because for those of you who can't see, uh, um, and even on the YouTube channel, you can't see the. I don't think because it's like the um, like an like an animated intro. Right. But I dance to the theme song whenever we play it, and I can usually, get, I can usually get through the dancing without hitting my microphone and then hearing dong. Um, but uh, the last few times that we've recorded, I Long. can't get <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Like, what the... Yeah, but ah. once again, it's me, it's me, it's JAC. One more time, welcome to the When Words Fail podcast. When Words Fail Music Speaks, can't forget that podcast where we fight <laughs> depression with the power of music. I'm Ooh. your professional handicapped host, the one and only James Cox. And no, yes. I'm still not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets. I don't know who is. Hmm. Um, I don't know either. But we know it's not you. No. And I'm common. It might be me. <laughs> and I'm commonly referred to as the as the loudest guy in the room. Uh, only because I'm uh, or only when I'm playing the drum. Excuse me. I'm your endless source of useless music knowledge. You can call me Blake Mosley. You can call me Brosley. Just don't call me late for dinner. Right. Because who is right? <laughs> yep. Everybody loves dinner. Now, so James. Uh, uh, oh yes. Sorry, sorry. According to you, is it is it called dinner or is it supper? Supper. Because I was raised in the deep south. Deep south. Supper. Okay, so I was supper. raised on dinner. Yeah. I wasn't, supper. I wouldn't really raised on the deep south, but I know it's it's uh, different for everybody. So I just like to you know ask them once in a while. You know. Come get some supper. Come get right, some yeah. supper. Yeah. Um, dude, I hate to start out this episode on a downer. Yeah, yeah, let's talk but about it. But we have to acknowledge it. Um, R.I.P. to the late, the great Taylor Hawkins, drummer of the Foo Fighters. Uh, I was absolutely gutted to learn about his passing uh, right. late Friday night, yeah. um, which really sucks because two days before, I think they were announced that they were going to play the Grammys this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they just released a movie. We watched the movie a few weeks ago, and it was really good. They made their own like horror movie. Right. Um, and it was really funny and, and just a good horror movie. I told Allie, we're going to have to put this on rotation around Halloween. Yeah. Um, it was good. And then based off of the movie, they actually released a secret album um, yes. under a different band name um, where that like Foo Fighters went full on like black metal. Uh, and it's really good. Like those group of guys are just so talented. And, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, we heard the news about Taylor Hawkins passing away late uh this past friday and um man what a what a beautiful talented soul that uh gone way too soon and um you know prayers and condolences uh to his family to the foo fighters family um and uh a lot of fans are mourning the loss of that great musician and i can tell you this there have been some really really nice tributes out there um and i and i've enjoyed reading like the posts of other musicians who like knew taylor hawkins really well travis barker um stuart copeland and all these other guys uh that uh are 
truly grieving. But uh, there is a video that um, my buddy Jacob Kipp sent me of Under Oath performing um, My Hero last night um, at their concert they played. And uh, man, so good. That's got to be like hands down my favorite Foo Fighters I've ever made. Oh, ever. yes. That's a, that is that's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, that's, that's so catchy, you know. You can't yeah. review. You can't, can't yeah. argue that, you know. I mean, you can try, but you'll lose 10, 10 times with me. Yeah, and to think, like, Taylor Hawkins, whenever he came into um, the Foo Fighters, you know, he's he was not the original drummer for the Foo Fighters. Um, It was the the guy, I can't remember his name, but he played drums in Sunny Day Real Estate. That's where uh, it was the drummer for Sunny Day Real Estate and the bassist for Sunny Sunny Day Real Estate joined Foo Fighters. That that bassist is still with him today. Was it it William Goldsmith? That might have been it. Or, I can't remember what his name was, but um, or, yes, he was the original drummer and was with Sunny Day Real Estate, a great emo band from the 90s. Um, but, you know, he came in and there's a great documentary out there. I can't remember what the name of it was about the Foo Fighters. And they talked about, you know, like that's a lot of pressure to come in. Dave Grohl is one of the most famous drummers and one of the most famous bands that has ever been. Um, who is also a very talented musician just overall and who is now fronting this band and you have to now be the backbone of his band Um, that's a lot of pressure and the original drummer just couldn't quite it wasn't quite up to par with what Dave Grohl wanted in fact for their second album Dave Grohl went back in and re-recorded all those drums um, before Taylor Hawkins came in to the band um, and just did it himself and anyway, Taylor Hawkins comes in and like, how much pressure would that be yeah. to now be the backbone um, for this band? And he did it so well. And he was so respectful to Dave Grohl. They had such a great working relationship together and um, they were best friends. And I know he's got to be just absolutely uh, gutted over this uh, the news of his friend and bandmate passing and it, you know Dave Grohl had to go through that whenever Kurt Cobain died and yeah. you know I feel for that guy and just yeah. the loss that he's had to deal with and it's so sad man but well according to uh, Wikipedia you know we can always trust that right but I'm not always sure about that yeah <laughs> but, but I'm sure we can this time uh, yeah. it said that his first Foo Fighters album Talkins was mm-hmm. there was nothing left to lose in '99, and his last one was Midnight Medicine at Midnight in two, 2021. And I got that yep. record. It's a fantastic yes, record. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah. Oh, and a uh, fun fact that you probably didn't know, because um, nope. I'm asking the, the master of music here. Hey. Uh, did you know it's that? <laughs> did you know that Hawkins uh, played drums, recorded the drums, and uh, Coheed and Cambria's 2007 uh, Good Apollo. I'm burning star five oh. or six. six no six. way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so wow. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's incredible. Maybe that's why, um, cause Coheed Cambria had a really sweet post about him too. So it said recorded drums and then say like, like, you know, yeah. I mean, they, I, I don't think Hawkins wasn't the actual band per se, but, uh, yeah, he, he recorded the drums before that album. Yeah, probably the same as like Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater recording drums for that Avenged Sevenfold album, but didn't like right. join the band yes. officially. You know, exactly. Um, exactly. But man, no, I didn't know that. That's really cool. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that album now, and I yeah. can I could probably pick out all those parts. Be like, oh yeah, that's definitely because Taylor Hawkins uh, is definitely one of my top five 
favorite drummers and most influential drummers on my particular style of playing. And uh, gosh, it, it's the music it will not be the same uh, with him gone. So, um, right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a- absolutely devastated by that. It, it's always sad when you hear about one of your favorite musicians um, passing away. Uh, I was definitely like this whenever Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park yeah. um, died. I was, I was, man, I was a mess. It, it was rough. It was, it was like, and I didn't even know the guy personally. I just right. was such a big fan of, of, of his and of Taylor's and anybody else that I've admired for so long and someone who has been so influential on me because I love music and I love how music makes me feel. And so to listen and to gather those uh, influences from different musicians like that whenever they're gone it leaves this hole in there because you're like man there's so much more music i could have like listened to and been inspired by because these guys were so incredibly talented and it's gone now so i i don't know man yeah i went on a music friday i went i was on a musical high um for two different reasons and then i went to a really music a really deep musical low whenever i found out taylor hawkins died because gaslight anthem announced that they are re regrouping um, and they're going to be putting out new music. So I'm very excited yeah. about that. I love the Gaslight Anthem. Um, and and then also that Foo Fighters album came out Friday. And I was listening to it and I was loving it, man. And then just, bam, hit me. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. Uh, to bring it back to better things. Um, you hey, know, bring it back. <laughs> right. We're going to try to really hard, y'all, to, to, you know. So. Get me out of this pit. Right. Yeah. So our, <laughs> our buddy, Jeff. Um, requesting yes. this uh, cup of wars for you of today. Uh, so if you have any uh, suggestions, please reach out on our various various uh, platforms, which we will tell you about at the end of the show today. Yes, um, But yeah, so... Uh, okay. Dead or Alive, uh, this band was in the, in the... formed in the 80s, right? Definitely an 80s band. Yes like the epitome of an 80s band (laughs) yeah the 80s band right so the 80s band yeah so all right so let's let's dive deep in this sure so uh yes thank you jeff again for this suggestion um for you spin me around like a record let's talk about this song a little bit so uh is a song by the british band dead or alive on their 1985 album youthquake Uh, It was released as a single in November of 1984. It reached number one in the UK in March of 1985, taking 17 weeks to get there. That's It usually doesn't work that way. If you've been on the charts for 17 weeks, you're usually going down. It took them 17 weeks to get to number one. So Mm. it's very rare you hear about that. But it was was the first UK number one hit by the Stock um, Aitken Waterman production trio. On the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, it peaked at number 11 uh, on August 17th of that year. And then in 2003, Q ranked the song um, number 981 on the list of the of the 1,001 best songs ever. Blender listed it at uh, number two, 289 on its ranking of the greatest songs since you were born in 2005. And in 2015, it was voted by the British public as the nation's 17th favorite 1980s number one in a poll for ITV. All right. Right. Dead or Lies vocalist Pete Burns uh, stated in his autobiography uh, that he composed You Spin Me Round uh, by using two existing songs as the inspiration for creating something new. Uh, 
how did I write Spin Me? Um, I listened to Luther Vandross's. Is it Vandross or Vandross? You I can say it. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. I usually say Luther Vandross, but I am not opposed to anybody saying Vandross. This is a safe space, everyone. Safe space. <laughs> cool. Vandross. I will say Vandross because you say it. There you go. Well, uh, he said, I, I, okay, so he listened to Luther Vandross's I, want, I Wanted Your Love. It is not the same chord structure, though, but then that's the way I make music. I hear something, and I sing along. I sing another tune over it. I didn't sit and study the, uh, but, oh, no, no. I, I didn't sit and study the, the Luther Vandross album. I heard the song, and, uh, and it locked. I'm trying to, to structure the music, and I, and I know what I want. It is, it's like, do this, do this, do this, and suddenly it hits. I don't want Luther, I, I don't want to do Luther Vendros' song, but I can still sing in the same pattern over it. And there it was another, and, and there was another recording by Little Nell called See You Round. Like a record. See around yeah. like a record. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I had those two, uh, Vandrosis and Little Nils and Bingo Dundeal. That was yeah. Pete Burns from Freak Unit and 20 or something. I think that was his book. Right? Yes, his yeah. book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Burns claimed that the song was completed, quote unquote completed, by the time the producers were then uh, chosen to work on it stating that, quote, the record companies don't trust a band to go into the studio without a producer. According to Burns, the record company was unenthusiastic about You Spin Me Around to such an extent that Burns had to take out a $2,700 loan on his own Mm. just to record it. Um, After it was recorded, he recalled, quote, the record company said it was awful, (laughs) Uh, and the band had to fund the production of the song's video themselves. Um, By the way, speaking of the video, have you ever seen the uh the recreation of this music video by Paul Rudd and I believe it was Jimmy Fallon I had not it is really really funny mm-hmm. um well I'll, I'll have to see Paul Rudd come yeah. on now because you know? it is like shot by shot the same exact music video they recreated it so perfectly and mm-hmm. uh it's hilarious I'll send that to you later okay yeah so interviewed for BBC's Radio Fours the reunion the hit factory in April 2015, Burns says that a confrontational um, attitude between the producers and band uh, led to quite the bad vibe. During a production and at a time of intense friction, um, engineer Phil Harding, though, who mixed the track, the tensions were running so high between the band and members and producers Mike Stock and Mike A- Atkins, uh, they're mixing it that almost escalated to violence. Wow. Gee, yeah. Um, Stock had had a dispute had had disputed the seriousness of studio tensions, allegedly that Burns, Harding, and Pete Waterman have all exaggerated what happened in their recounting of events. So somebody's not telling the truth there. Yeah, yeah. There's the uh, there's a uh, three sides to the story, as you know. His side, 
their side and the truth. So right. we'll, we may never know. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Because the truth will never come out unless you believe one or the other. Yeah. And then you still may not know. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Also, this is really cool. I found this uh, on songfacts.com. The strings in the song are based on uh, Wagner's classical piece, The Ride of the Valkyries. Um, I remember learning a a lot about Richard Wagner in um, my high school uh, music class that I took where we learned a lot about like classic composers. So um, that's really cool. It's cool to see something like that repurposed. Um, But uh, and as we mentioned before, the song uh, didn't hit the UK number one until um, the 17th. This sorry, this note says the 14th. That's a typo. It's supposed to be the 17th week uh, in the top 75, breaking what was the record for the slowest climb uh, to the top of the charts. And I don't think it's it's I don't think there's been anything that has beaten that. So um, more power to them, I guess. Congratulations. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, okay. I will say this. If you're, Sorry, your song took forever to really catch on. <laughs> well, that's not what I was gonna say, but it's great now. Like we all love it now, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, I can imagine in probably 1985. Yeah, it's probably so, like. So there's I mean, a few the things in life that there's a few things in life where a musician knows or a band knows that he he they they made it. So my yeah. recounting of the song is they made it because well, I mean they made it before now, but I mean come on now, yeah. You know, nowadays. If you're if you're in Adam Sandler movie, I mean <laughs> the wind singer. Come on now, come on, right? Come um, on, that works. That, that definitely works. Yep, preach. So, all right. So let's talk about uh, dope here for a minute. Um, hold on, just a minute. Let me get out of here. Okay. Yeah, this is this is interesting because uh, and thanks again, Jeff, um, for this suggestion. Yeah. Um, Jeff picked this. Uh, this particular cover and then i found another one um that i'm really excited to talk about because i forgot that this other band existed we'll get to that in just a minute but uh yeah thanks again jeff for the uh, suggestion today so i've seen this band one or two times with mm-hmm. um X. They, they, they opened up for them but they're i mean they're 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 a uh, a big band too dope let's talk about dope Oop. Dope. Yeah. So Dope is an American heavy metal band from New York City, born in 97. The band has released six full-length studio albums with their most recent recording, Blood Money Part 1, being released on October 28, 2016. The lineup currently consists of founding member and lead singer It's So Dope, Guitar Virus, that's the name Virus, yeah. This is AC Slade and drummer Dan- Daniel Fox. Dope has have been described as alternative metal, speed ne- speed metal, new metal, and industrial metal. Uh, Dope's influences include Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, Kiss, Guns N' Roses, White Zombie, and Motley Crue. Uh, Dope's lyrics are known for being obscene and aggressive, and a <laughs> In a review of Dope's album, Felons and Revolutionaries, NME said, In American Pie, a boy puts his you-know-what into a pie. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to read what you put down. <laughs> uh, to let us know that uh, there's, <laughs> some, there's something rotten at the, at the heart of the American dream. Ex-Con Brothers, and, Phil and Simon Dope, though, uh, would probably put someone else's thing and American pie in the apple pie. 
cutting it off, laced the pie with the strychnine. 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 And serve it up at the Clinton dinner table. Why did you yeah. make me read that? <laughs> what a what a way to describe the what band. A, you're right. What like, a way crap, just to give y'all an idea of what we're working with. Yeah. This is the type of band. Um, no, I, I wasn't as big of a dope fan. Um, I liked a lot of new metal. I can definitely hear the ministry influences, yeah, the rock songs influences. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that industrial. There's some Nine Inch Nails influence in there, um, for sure. But uh, I like I like this cover. This is a great cover. So I haven't heard it in a while, so this will bring back memory. Kind of fresh for you. Yeah, yeah. 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 So for me, this is going to be. A raw reaction, and for him, it's going to, I'm for Brosley here, it's going to be a kind of a revisitation of it, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, here we go in three, two, one. inspired by ministry because you can hear industrial like you can't really explain 
the way the industrial music sounds, you just have to know it's there. And I know yeah. that it's there, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of um it's a lot of synthesizers, but with really chuggy guitars behind it, you know, kind of backing it up and the drums are usually like kind of like straightforward, kind of pounding. Yeah. There's a lot of like that's why I mean and, and it's easy to catch yourself just sitting there bobbing your head to it. It's it's made to kind of it's kind of like if you went to a dance club but for a bunch of metal heads, then you would play a lot of industrial metal, right? <laughs> metal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Is it, um, is it, is it Ramstein considered industrial too? I think. Oh, yes. I yeah. They're yeah. like the forefathers of, right. uh, yeah. of that. So right. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yes. I'm very excited to tell you about this next band. Um, so this cover, I didn't even realize they did a cover of this, but let's talk about Black Audio for a little bit, spelled B L A Q K. Uh, Black Audio is an American electronic music duo formed by current AFI members Davey Havoc and Jade Pudgett, who plays guitar in the band. Davey Havoc is the front man uh, under Interscope Records. Their debut album, Sex Sells, that's Sex, C-E-X, Sells, Sells, C-E-L-L-S, um, good play on words there, was released on August 14th of 2007 and reached number 18 on the Billboard 200. The band's second album, Bright Black Heaven was released on September 11th, 2012 under Superball Music's imprint, Big Death. The first single from Bright Black Heaven, Faith Healer, was released August 14th, 2012. Their third album, Material, was released on April 15th, 2016 and became their third consecutive album to debut at number one on the Billboard Dance Electronic Albums chart. Two additional albums, Only Things We Love and Beneath the Black Palms, were released in 2019 and 2020 respectively so they're still they're still at it it wasn't just like a side project and threw it away um i'm a big fan of afi and i watched this video about like the long history of afi and kind of like how they were in a nine in the 90s being like a hardcore punk band um getting into more just kind of like that uh kind of pop uh kind of pop punk revival of like the early 2000s and then being a part of the hot topic emo scene with miss murder um, uh, and then, you know, they're definitely incorporating some more electronic and dance, uh, stuff into their AFI albums, but like they went just full blown, um, electronic with this little project. And it was really cool. Cause it's kind of dark and industrial sounding. So, um, I'm excited for all you guys to hear this one. Are you an AFI fan? Yes and no. I don't really okay. listen to them that much, but I I did listen to the one that you uh I think it was during the Hot Topic day. I don't know. Yeah, Miss Murder. Um, that was that Ms. was really Murder big. And the Leaving Song yeah. Part Two. The Leaving Song yeah. Part Two was just oh Leaving my Thong god. Part yeah, really good. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not a like huge fan, but I do. Yeah, I, I they, am aware that they're out there. So I guess. Yeah, they had some horror punk stuff in there too, like uh, in the early '90s. Um, and uh, they have a really, really good cover of Halloween by the Misfits um, on some of their early stuff. So, uh, great band, very talented group of guys here. Um, and I'm excited. Nice. Let's listen to it. Let's, right, cool. we'll, let's do what we think. Here we go. Watch out, here I come. come, come, come.
Yes. Man. And such a new find too. Cause like I found that today. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, Oh yeah. Like just before you got it in his podcast. Yeah. Not too. <laughs> I mean, I was, it was while I was at church. I was like sitting there oh, doing right. some research for the show, put some notes together. And, uh, I, but I, like, I knew we were going to do one on this. So I was like, well, mm. let's, I'll just find, I'll just find a cover that uh, I kind of like. And then I was, I went right. to Spotify, searched the song, looked for all the different covers that I could mm. find. And I was like, black audio, black audio. How do I know that? Who is black? <laughs> yeah, and then I clicked AFI on the song dude. and I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's Davey Havoc's mm. side project. And I totally forgot about that. So that was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, I, I love that cover. Very good. I want that cover to be like 10 times longer. Oh Cause, yeah. Cause like I was, just, okay. Just so this <laughs> pump all, all night long. Pump, that uh, man, that brought me back to the uh, 80s for sure. Yeah. And, and, the, and the way I, oh, okay. Okay. So the, <laughs> the difference that I picked up from this one, than the dope version was, I love the yeah. harmony that they included in, you know, yeah. uh, 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 you know, that yep. one. Yep. Dope didn't, didn't didn't do that. They just stuck to their their, their traditional metal, yeah. you know, uh, substance. Like I said, it's the word. Um, yeah. Which I do like this cover a little bit, a lot. Not a little bit, a lot better than dope. Dopes. No disrespect, yeah. dope. I love you. Yeah. But, but it reminded me of the eighties. Yeah. They added something else to the song, you know, yeah. that that made it more true to the original song. Right. And. Davy's voice was on par with I forgot the lead singer's name of uh, Dead or Alive. But he, oh, but from Dead like, or Alive, yeah. yeah. But he's like dead on, sounds just like him too. Yes. I mean, all yeah, the absolutely. high notes he hit, uh, all the, uh, you know, all the low notes, it's like, it's outstanding, outstanding. Right. Yeah. yeah, I, um, yeah, I love that too. And I'm, I kind of go against my own rule here where like, I, I love a cover. Um, I love a cover when it's uh, you make it your own yes. um, and you know but also I love when you pay homage to a song but make it your own at the same time I agree. Uh, I agree. and I think Black Audio's version was definitely more straightforward like the original track very similar to that original track and you're right Davey Havoc's voice is very not only like one of the best male vocalists and best front men uh, that I've ever heard um but uh, he's he's just a, t a t very talented guy, and it's kind of like everything he touches just turns to gold. So this he, project that he did was so good, and he does sound like Pete Burns. I mean, just Pete, Pete just Burns. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pete Burns, but um, yeah, I, I think it's almost kind of like Black Audio was like the modern day Dead or Alive. Yes, like it's a exactly. you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. So um, but Dope's cover is really good, and it, it was like during a time when um you know new metal was at its peak and yeah. uh it was that was a cool little throwback they were probably inspired by um by uh limp biscuit covering faith um and was like hey we should cover a song uh we're we're a new metal band we should do a song from the 80s as well and right. uh you know um and then corn did the same thing a few years later like their cover of word up is really really good um Who's that and originally uh, by uh, cameo, I think, okay. was who did the original one back in the eighties. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Corn uh, also did a really good cover of another Brick in the Wall by Pink yes, Floyd too. Did. But, did. um, but yeah, I 
I, I don't know, James. I think as far as which one I like better, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm going to have to say Black Audio with this one. I'm going to go Black Audio for Discover. Even though it's more similar to the original, um, I think that – so looking back on it, you know, like at that time, 2007, that's that was at the height of their like hot topic emo phase. Um, like Miss Murder was still a really big song um, around that time. And they're doing warp tours and kind of AFI had this like resurgence of popularity. You know, they kind of fizzled out for a little bit and then came back. And um, then they're like, bam, let's do a side project on top of the height of our career with AFI. Let's do a side project. Right. Um, and then to do a side project, a side project that's so different from AFI and to make it a, you know, dance right. electronic album, um, you know, but really dark sounding. It's almost like this cover was perfect for them to do that, you know, and almost like an introduction to, even though this, this one came out in 2016. Um, it's, uh, I think it, it's a cool way for people to get into that side project that he did. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's still now is the, it's the, uh, like it's not a secret anymore, but it's uh, zero from Static X. So yeah. maybe we'll hear a like a cover song that he can do with Static. I, you know, I don't know because because yeah. they come in out with a with a uh, um, project two coming out sometime soon next year. So we'll hope that yeah. that they'll, um, yeah. you know, I mean, I know he can deliver it very well, but uh, but you, like you said. This song was extremely close to the original, which I love. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. break my rule of, you know, I mean, so, I mean, yeah. So, Jeff, we love you, dude. But, I mean. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, we love you. We said we'll do that. Sorry, Jeff. We said we would do your, your idea, but we didn't say we would agree with you. So, yeah, we don't have to agree with you people. Yeah. Come yeah. on. You just guys, you guys just give us uh, episode ideas. We don't have to agree with it. No, thank you, Jeff, for that suggestion. Yeah. Sorry we didn't pick it, but um, <laughs> thanks for the suggestion. Yeah. 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 It was, oh, it was a good cover of cover words there, man. It was, it yeah, was, absolutely. Was good. good cover words. But it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what you think. Um, so please write us in our platforms um, coming up soon. Uh, you can mm -hmm. you can tweet us, uh, uh, Instagram us, or whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah. first... Um, we have a mental health minute for you and that uh, Mr. Brosley would like to talk to you about. So Yes, you absolutely. Uh, today's mental health minute uh, has to do uh, with music. Um, so that's hey. fun. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So it ties in perfectly. Right. Um, so we have learned that music is uh, more than just a form of entertainment and that there are lots of links between music and mental health. But how exactly can you use it on your day-to-day -day life? Uh, check out some of these ways um, that you can... Um, you can use music for your everyday mental health. So uh, focus, classical music, as we mentioned earlier, Richard Wagner, Flight of the Valkyries, there you go. Uh, classical music is a winner at helping you focus. Music that has a tempo of 60 beats per minute uh, increases the efficiency of the brain in processing information. The best way to use it is to have it playing softly in the background as you get on with your tasks. Next is expression. The next time you're finding it hard to talk about or express your emotions, try turning to music for help. I do this a lot. Um, creating your own music, whether simply strumming a, a guitar or composing lyrics to a song, can help you express and process your emotions. It's more about how it makes you feel than how it sounds. Remember, 
that no one ever never no one ever has to hear your music if you don't want them to social connection um music can stop uh can stop you from feeling lonely or isolated whether it's sharing playlists with your friends or meeting new like-minded people at your favorite band's next gig music connects people i uh, i'll tell you like connect as far as music connecting people um there's a new guy that's been coming to our church that uh we've kind of like um rubbed elbows like a few times in some settings or uh at church but like today um we had a special event at church this morning and um i'm like in line to get some they provided lunch and stuff so i'm in line and the last time i saw this guy uh his name's ren i don't know if he's listening to this or not um but uh the last time i saw ren i was talking to him and he was like are you a big blink 182 fan because he saw my drumsticks tattoo that i have he's like you like travis barker you like blink 182 i was like uh yeah and uh we talked about blink 182 and i told him like some about some of their new music and um he had he hadn't heard the new stuff and so he like came back to me with like a uh status report because <laughs> he finally checked it out and me and him sat in this long line waiting for food and talked about music the entire time about going to shows about music that we liked and um things like that so it was great um now i have a new friend at church so that's great um but yeah so uh next is creativity do you know that listening to music or making music allows your brain to think creatively so whether it's a creative project you need to complete uh, or some new ways to improve your mood your mood try some different types of music and see what works best for you uh relaxation uh so this isn't a huge scientific breakthrough but it's worth repeating music helps you relax if you choose the right kind of music, change into some comfy clothes, put your feet up, and it's a safe bed that you'll feel more relaxed at home. And finally, motivation. You need to vacuum the house, slash study, slash get some exercise, but you just can't get off the couch? Use your favorite music as a motivational force. Crank up the volume on a killer tune, and chances are that you'll find that it's much easier to get started. Mm, all good stuff. Yeah. All good stuff. There you go. So we are sorry that we didn't get with you on an episode last week. We had a few things popping up here and there, but we're back, y'all. Um, back, y'all. So we do have at least three, including this one. Other than this one, two more episodes for you this whole week. Um, mm-hmm. One, I interviewed a band called Trench. I'm not sure if you heard of that band yet. Really. I had not, not before but, you um, told me about. It. But I was, I was uh, interviewing Tony. And I got to interview him and his brother Tommy. They're they're in both bands, and I didn't awesome. know that that was an option because I didn't know that they lived together. But I'm like, it worked. And Tony's like, "Hey man, you know, uh, Tommy's right here. Do you want to?" I'm like, "Oh crap! I didn't know that cool. was an option." Yeah, so yeah. I got to talk with Tony and Tommy from the Van Trench. They're they're amazing guys. Um, so check that out on Thursday. Cool. And we have a. We have at least one more. Um, I'm not sure which episode that will be, but it's, we have another one for you later this week. But, yeah. yeah. So, a lot of stuff in the back pocket. So, so yeah. we're making up for last week, this week. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to flood the feeds. That's right. Flick. This is yes. Name. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've actually got uh, some new... F- uh, stuff in the feeds as well there's a new spook show episode oh, nice. so yeah check that out yeah. Um, on the sumter county does uh so that's a that's a cool story so um but anyway um nice. yeah james you want me to wrap up here yes sir awesome well thank you guys for listening to the show today be sure to check this uh or excuse me to share this episode with your friends and your family or your dogs 
or some stranger that you just met in line at the Circle K. Um, so we're available on multiple podcast or, apps, and please be sure. Well, or at church or if you're in church. line. I mean, uh, yeah. at a yeah, make a new friend. You can tell them about your podcast, about yes. this podcast, which you should. Um, but that's good. I, yes, I I I, I did tell him about the podcast, nice. so hopefully he'll check that out. Nice. Um, there is a guy at work that said he's been checking out our um our podcast, so Thank that's fun. Thank you fine. so much. Um, but we're available on multiple podcast apps and please be sure to leave a rating and a review uh, if you'd like to see this podcast grow. Uh, that helps us get noticed um, and uh, helps with a lot of coming things like sponsorships. We might have something lined up here uh, in the works here. Uh, and be, uh, we'll be sure to read your reviews right here on the show. Um, let's flip it around. James, you tell us about the social. The social. The social. Okay, so we're on Instagram and when words fail podcast. Facebook at WWFMS Podcast. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I don't know how to pronounce the right. Tweeters. <laughs> it's uh, When Words Fail MS. And we're on TikTok at When Words Fail Music Speaks. Yes. So, so you can also send us personal stories or how music has helped you to When Words Fail Podcast at gmail.com. And we will share your story. If you don't want us to share it, just tell us in your email. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and uh, they can follow us at. Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel wherever you what, whenever you can to watch our interviews, music video reactions, and final showcases, and more. It's on youtubecom slash music speaks. And side note, I haven't been very much producing stuff on YouTube. I will do that today. So be be uh, so you'll see a lot more um stuff coming out on that channel so. yeah 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 and for all these links and to find out more about us or to buy some of our merch and we might have some new merch options coming out uh pretty pretty soon so got some things in the pipeline that's right uh so you can visit our website it's when words fail music speaks.com uh and all the links to our socials to uh buying some merch everything's there episode links um and uh it's fun stuff you can check me out on instagram and twitter uh, I'm on uh, I'm on there as uh, Blake underscore Mosley. I'm also on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Mosley with three Ys. Um, and uh, I am on TikTok. It's uh, at Blake Brosley. And if you don't mind, check out my uh, side little project that I got going on, a podcast called South Carolina Spook Show. It's all about uh, paranormal and true crime stuff from the uh, state of South Carolina. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podca- Pod- Podcasts, Podcasts, uh, Podcasts, and more. Um, I just dropped a new episode, as I mentioned before, on the Sumter County Does, um, and that was a lot of fun to do. So uh, please check that out. Um, sources from this episode come from Wikipedia, songfacts.com, and reachout.com. We do not own any of the music that is used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. Well, Blake, it's always been a, been a pleasure talking about music with you, but until next time, we will see you later, and hopefully we'll hear from our fans in the later later weeks coming up. So, Absolutely. Until next time, y'all, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I can't talk today. That's all right. <laughs> but always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, guys. See y'all.